Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. And I'm pretty fired up about today's topic because when I was able to change my perception around time and understand how time can be played with and manipulated. When I really started to understand these things myself, I started seeing different levels of results in my business. Okay. So my intention with this episode is to take a concept that can be very easily overcomplicated and made to be very confusing. I mean, it's confusing time. Like what is time? (laughs) You know, so it's, it's already a confusing topic and I've learned so much about it just through years of of being curious and, you know, all all the things, so many, so many different, different avenues that, that I've learned and I've heard different perspectives. And again, like finally, when it finally started to sink in for me and I was able to simplify it for myself, then I was able to play with the concept of time in terms of timelines I wanted to to play on, meaning like, for example, when I first started a business, it was like, okay, what's the realistic timeline for me to get from point A to point B? Okay, I'm going to look at other people and based on what they've done, that's going to tell me likely what's possible for me, Right. So I think that's like one of the ways that we we do this and we make this mistake is we look to other people of what's possible for ourselves. And then based on their results, combined with our own self-belief and our own self-confidence, we then set this energetic rule and timeline for what we can achieve, right? So that's one example And ever since I was able to shift and kind of undo that and realize that, no, that's, that's their, that's their thing. And for every example of somebody, you know, of a business that took two years to become wildly successful or 10 years to become wildly successful, there's even more examples of businesses that have become wildly successful in a matter of months, you know? So Anyway, what the more that I started to understand this for myself and simplify it and start to play with it myself, and in addition to like acting in alignment with the the future version of me that that I actually wanted to bring forth into the now, which we'll talk about, the faster that I've been able to collapse time. 
So I hope to consolidate all of those things. And again, like really simplify it in the way that I think about this so that you can get the concept in in a simplified way if this is confusing for you and then start playing with this yourself. And I thought it'd be super interesting too, not only to explain like how we do this, but also to explain some ways that we accidentally extend time between where we are now and what we actually want to create. Because that's something like in the same way that you can collapse time and you can you can call forth something faster than you normally might have, you know, once you ship some things in your life, you can also extend time between where you are now and what you want to do based on how you're showing up today and, and the thoughts that you're thinking today and, and the actions. And, and again, like the level playing field that you're playing on the frequency that you're aligning yourself to can either collapse or extend time, expand time, which when we're talking about the things we actually want to call into our life, the revenue, the impact, the big things, typically we don't want to expand the time. We want to collapse it. We want to call it in sooner, all in perfect timing, right? All, you know, when it makes sense for us, we won't call it in too soon, but, but we certainly don't want to extend the time too much either. And there are ways that we all do this and most of us don't even realize or at least, at least until I started to understand these things, like I didn't even realize, like, holy crap, this is me self-sabotaging and putting more distance between the me now and the me in the future that I'm wanting to pull into the now. All right. So I'm going to share some like macro and micro ways that we all do this, or you might be doing this now and you don't even realize. So this episode very well could be buying you back some precious time when it comes to the timeline of, again, the you now and the future you that you're wanting to pull into the now sooner. When I tell you, like, just getting all of that out and not confusing myself. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So here we go. Let's get into it. So first, I want to tell you some about something very exciting that I teased last week. I told you that I was inspired with a couple of offers this month that just kind of came out of the blue that I'm like fired up about. Number one was money calibration, which we talked about last week in last week's episode. As I record this, there are spots left. So If that's something you're interested in, you can reach out to me. You can go listen to last week's episode and hear about it or just go look at my Instagram and you'll learn more about that. But there's money calibration and the newest program that is dropping today as I release this podcast, which is perfectly aligned with our topic for today is called Time Collapse. Magnetize your future, next level clients and results now. Okay. So I created this program because the only thing between the you now and the you of your future dreams is time and the leaps that you make during that time. And the faster you fully embody the ultimate you of your future, 
the faster time collapses and you begin to magnetize the next level now. So if you like this conversation and you get to end of this podcast and you're like, holy moly, I want to collapse time. I'm ready to call in that future me now. And I want to do it like, like, I don't want to do it on my own. I, I want like proven ways on how to do this. Time collapse is for you. It is a five day short and sweet training that includes hot seat coaching. So we are doing this live. You get trainings five days straight, and then we end it with a hot seat coaching. So live coaching at the end, and then you get lifetime access. So it's a freaking vibe. Um, right now it is on pre-sale for a couple of days. So if you are interested in that, um, go to the show notes or reach out to me on Instagram. So moving on, let's talk about collapsing time. So what does that even mean? Like, how do we start to understand and think of time in a different way versus like, I I mean, I, I fully understand that some people listening, this may be the first time you've had or listened to a conversation like this. This may be the first time that you've even considered that time can be thought of from different perceptions and thus manipulated, thus played with, thus experienced in different ways. So the easiest way that I can explain this is time is not linear. We just perceive it linearly. That's how we talk about it. That's how we live it every day, you know, 24 hours in a day, 12 months in a year, 30-ish days in a month. It goes in a sequential, very linear manner. But that's the way that we have constructed it. That's the way that we humans have set it up so that we can discuss it and understand it in a simplified manner, okay? But just because that's the way that we think about it and that we've been conditioned to think about time, that does not mean that that is the way that time can be perceived. That does not mean that time is necessarily linear. We just perceive it linearly. So there are... This is where it gets confusing. Lots of parallel timelines, okay? And on each of these timelines, and when I say each, I mean hundreds, thousands of timelines that are happening at the same time, there are hundreds, thousands of versions of you that you can tap into. Some versions are so successful, you would need like, successful in you know the way that you would define it like the like the highest level highest version of you you can imagine and vice versa okay so th- it spans the whole spectrum and this is for everybody all right so time's not linear we just perceive it linearly but there are future vers- versions of you now the concept of collapsing time is you getting clear on the future version of you that you want to be. The actual version of you that makes you proud, that, you know, when you look back on your life as an old person 
and you look back and you think of like how you lived your life, that's the version, that's the future version of you that you want to pull into the now. So pulling the future you into the now, all that means is that you're clear on what that is, on on what that version of you is, how she thinks, how she behaves, how she acts, who she is as a human, as a person, energetically, spiritually, on every single level. And you start embodying that now. Okay. So you don't leave it up to chance. You know, and, and this is what a lot of people do. And this is why we talk about why collapsing time is possible. So the faster you can pull that future version of you into the now, which means embodying, you know, aligning yourself to the frequency of that future of you, of that future outcome, acting in accordance, acting in agreement with that future version of you. Faster you do that and do it consistently, you are collapsing time. You're pulling that future version of you into the now. And you might be thinking, oh, well, that was always going to happen. You know, I was always going to do that. No, because there was a point in time where you didn't understand these concepts. There were a point in time where you didn't, you lacked a vision. You didn't have the intentionality that you have now right? You left life up to, we, we've all done this for the most part. We're like, we were just living life, man. And you know, leaving it all up to chance and just flowing where the wind goes and whatever. And that's fine. And there's a lot of people who believe that like, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. And if it's meant for you, then it's, you can't miss it. But I feel like there's, there's this meeting of like, I, I heard it say, said so well one time of, of like destiny and your intentionality. They have to meet. Otherwise, life can pass you by. You can just totally miss that timeline, right? There are so many, so there's that full spectrum, so many future versions of you. And if you're not being intentional, you're just leaving life up to chance, you might turn into like an, an incredible person. But is that the person that you could have been? Is that ultimately the person that you would have wanted to had you had taken the time to really think about it? I don't know. So most, I'm not going to say most, a lot of people, they don't think about it this way. They don't understand or they don't want to understand that time isn't necessarily linear and that it can be played with and that, you know, they don't, they don't really think about these things. So they leave life up to chance. They might accomplish, you know, what they ultimately wanted. They may not. And it is what it is. But with that intentionality and then focus and the embodiment of, again, the, the characteristics of that future version of you that allows you to, again, to pull that version of you faster into the now, the person, the reality, all the things, okay? That is collapsing time. So you can think about this kind of in two ways. Like you can think of collapsing time from an angle of perspective and then an angle of what you're actually experiencing, if that makes sense. So like we've experienced this, I think like one of the easiest ways to, to think about and explain the, the expansion or collapsing of time is in our perception. Right. And like one of the, one of the most 
common examples used here is like, if you've ever stood in line at a DMV, you have experienced what it feels like to expand time. If you've ever done something very unpleasant, right? Like I think to really hard workouts that I don't want to do. It's like the longest 20, 30 minute hour of my life is that workout because I don't want to be there. I'm not having a good time. You've experienced this in so many different ways. But you've also experienced where you're having a really good time and time has collapsed for you. All of a sudden, it's like, wait, that was an hour? How was that an hour? How was that whatever amount of time? Because you're fully immersed, you're fully present, and you're actually enjoying yourself. You got lost in that moment. So that's how like, like the most easy way to understand this is by perception. But then also strategic action and intentionality, again, like we've already discussed, can help pull your future self into the now sooner than you would have likely previously because of that intentionality, all right? So every action that you take, whether it's a thought, whether it's a belief, whether it's it's like an actual action, a decision, everything that you put out into the world has a ripple effect that then changes the course of your future. So you've heard of the butterfly effect, right? Which is like one tiny, tiny action that then ripples to what ends up being an earthquake or something crazy. So to me, when I think of that, and when I think of my actions, and when I think like that, micro and then macro when it comes to my actions, it makes me insane. Like it, it freaks me out. It stresses me out a little bit because then it's like, I wanted to intentionally put this in here that every action has a result and ripple effect that affects the, some sort of future timeline, good or bad. Okay. So this can be something that, that adds up to what you want. This can be something that subtracts from what you want. Again, collapsing or expanding of time. So every action has a ripple effect. And if we're thinking about our actions in terms of collapsing time, the ripple that they have, the actions that are actually aligned to the future that we want to create, they are going to produce some sort of wisdom, confidence, impact that again is going to help you to increase your timeline. That's going to help you to scale your time faster, become the type of person who attracts the thing that you want or can hold the level of success that you want. It All of those things happen from the actions that you are taking now and that you will continue to take. So here are two examples to put this into perspective for you. Two examples, recent ones for myself that I know has collapsed time for me exponentially. And I know because of how different I am from before I took this action and after, and again, the results and, and the, the rate at which the level of results, the impact, the things that I want has flowed into my life since having taken these actions. So number one, hiring my coach, joining the mastermind that I'm in, 
putting myself at tables of women who are playing at levels that I want to play and not just watching them from afar, but, and and that's how it started, right? Like initially I couldn't just join the mastermind that I wanted to be in. I wasn't there yet, but the rate at which I got from the point of I'm not there yet. I, I can't afford that. That's way out of my comfort zone. I can't imagine paying $15,000 a month for a mastermind. The point that I got to that, to depositing $20,000 toward the investment of that was, I, I can't even tell you how fast it happened. I mean, I can, it was, it was a matter of a few months, but like from the point when I was back, when I was like, I can't afford this to the point that I was affording that and, and making that level of investment, it was probably like four or five months. I thought it would be years. And I truly believe the reason why I was able to make that decision so soon, I collapsed that time from becoming the type of woman, the type of business owner that makes that level of investment. I became that and collapsed that time so soon because I started just by putting myself in as close proximity to these women as I could at the time. So what this looked like was starting to take, um, you know, free masterclasses, and then investing in lower level programs and then maybe you know getting in a membership that allowed me to take more programs and you know at less of an investment and then because i applied those programs because it shifted me so much and in between i invested in other um, little micro minds and 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 other things i collapsed time and next thing i know i am i am messaging my coach on new year's eve four hours before midnight telling her that I'm ready to be in her mastermind and how can I wire her $20,000 to save my spot? That's what, like, like that, right? If you had told me that four months prior that I'd be doing that, I don't know if I would have believed you. I'd be like, how, 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 tell me how, and it happened. So in being so intentional, about putting myself at these tables with women that were playing at the levels that were thinking the thoughts that were acting in accordance with, with the future version of me that I wanted to pull into the now, as far as I'm concerned right now, anyway, and this gets changed, just gets to evolve. But like by, by finding these groups of people, I was able to calibrate to them. I was able to see the level that they're playing at and the things that they're thinking and the problems that they're having and learning from these things and taking courses from them. And you know, again, just like soaking in the energy and applying that, that wisdom to my own business, to my own life that allowed me to collapse time. I got a message from a client of mine And she was like, it's so crazy. She was at dinner with some friends and she was like, I don't know if I ever, if I would have caught this just a few months ago, but we were talking about kids and, you know, she was talking about that when, when she's ready to have kids, 
she would hire a nanny, you know, she would like make sure she has the support um, so that she can continue to grow her business. Like literally she was just like, yeah, I, whenever I have kids, I want to be in the position where I can, I can have support so that I can continue to do what I'm doing now and whatever. And her friends were like, oh, well, you better hit the lottery. That's all we're going to say. And that was there. And, and the way she worded this, I thought was so profound. She was like, it really blew my mind because like to them to live the life of their dreams means that they have to win the lottery, right? Instead of like, oh yeah, well, you know, hiring a nanny isn't the cheapest thing, but it's absolutely possible. People do it every single day. You totally can do it. It was like, you better win the lottery. Like not even taking on the personal responsibility and believing that you can do that for yourself, but instead you would have to like wait for an outside circumstance, the most rare of outside circumstances to hire a nanny. And, and, but they were obviously being silly, you know, kind of, they, they were obviously, um, exaggerating and whatever, like, but, but like, they were serious, you know, and, and that, that was their initial reaction. She caught that. She was like, that like really blew my mind because it's such a contrast. Like these are the, these are the people who, which by the way, she wasn't saying anything mean about them, but these were the tables that she was only sitting at for the longest time. And then now she also is investing in herself and she's in my mastermind and she's, she's in in many different groups and she's really, really intentional about putting herself at these tables that light her up that are in alignment with what she wants to create. And the, like seeing the contrast of those two different tables can be really jarring sometimes. So this is why this was my first example for myself, because it, it was one of the biggest examples of how I've collapsed time and one of the fastest as well. The, another example of how I've done this is hiring an employee, hiring Sarah. This is another thing that I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for. I very easily could have talked myself into doing part-time and just like hiring a part-time VA, like I've always done and doing that, but had a bigger vision, you know, the bigger vision of myself, the future version of myself, she has a team. She has a team of lifers, of women who believe in her mission and who are in it to win it, who are getting paid so well, competitively well, and who love their jobs versus just contractors. So that's something that I did. And that's something I was very intentional about. And, and that was not the easy decision, but you know, that's where we went. And by hiring her, it's allowed me to collapse time because one, all of the wisdom that I've gained from this experience, from this challenging experience and navigating one, being responsible for somebody's salary every month. And two, just like, onboarding and, and the, the interpersonal dynamics that come with it. And, you know, especially somebody who's introverted, like it's, you know, it's, it stretches you, it stretches you and it stretched me a ton. And not only that, but it's bought me back times. Not only am I collapsing time in terms of who I am as a business owner and the wisdom that I've gained, 
but also in terms of the time that I'm saving myself, being able to stay in my zone of genius and do the things that light me up versus trying to do it all myself. And that has been huge, huge. It has also made me more of an energetic match to being able to help the women who I really want to help. So I want to help all women. That's why I do this podcast. And that's why you know I do so many of the things that I do. But the woman that I'm wanting to, to serve closely in, in close containers, you know, privately or, you know, at a high level is a woman who also desires to grow a massive business and a massive impact, who also likely is going to want to hire people and to, you know, she's going to need to navigate or know how to navigate that in a way that is effective. And how am I going to be able to hold her and and support that level of woman if I've never done it myself? So do you see like just that one example in three different ways has allowed me to collapse time and pull the future version of me and what I want to create closer and faster into the now. So ultimately, another way that we can sum this up when it comes to collapsing time is you attract what you're an energetic match for, okay? The results, things that are in your life, you hear, you know, people describe it as it's like a mirror, right? If you want to know the frequency you're playing at, look at your life and the things that are happening around you. And and again, you can only attract. So if we're talking about this through the lens of business, through the lens of revenue, clients, um, goals, all those things, you can only call in and attract in what you are an energetic match for. So getting clear on who that is, that future version of you, how does she think? How does she act? What moves does she make? What levels does she play at? What decisions? How does she care for herself? How does she love her family? I mean, it's so much more than business. Like it all, it all adds up to one greater vision. The faster you can act on the frequency of that, the faster you become that and you start attracting that level into your life. So I go into this super, super deep into um, on episode 158, how to become an energetic match for what you actually want. So if you want to go deeper into that, after this, go listen to episode 158 because we talk about that. But again, in terms of business and what we want, um, we've already kind of talked about ways that you can start to pull that into the now, but I think it would be super interesting for this podcast to talk about the ways that we self-sabotage and we end up putting more time between what it is that we, where we are now and what it is that we want. Cause it's really easy to talk about, okay, if I want to collapse time, this is what I need to do. And, you know, and that's by the way, why I made time collapse. That's like a whole program steps on what you want to do step-by-step step to collapse time between now and where you want to go. That's why I created time collapse link in bio. Um, but if you don't know the ways of how you self-sabotage and you don't catch these, then obviously you're just shooting yourself in the foot right? You're 
you're self-sabotaging. In a lot of cases, you don't even realize it. So that's why I wanted to cover that here because I made the program telling you what to do. And we talk about this all the time. So here's what we don't want to do. And these are very, very common things that, by the way, I still catch myself doing all the time. Okay. So this is not, it's not like you get to a point where you're like, I don't self-sabotage anymore. I, you know, I only collapse time. No, it's just you, you do get better and you catch these things a lot faster, which is really cool. The self-awareness is the first step and a massive one at that, but it's life's work. Okay. So the way that I've broken these up is I have three, three and three. Yeah. I have three macro examples of this. So picture um, examples in like, you know, big picture macro of ways that we expand time and then micro, like micro actions and ways that we do this too. And I feel like you're going to love these because again, they're like, oh my God, I'm doing that. And I didn't even realize what, how that's sabotaging me. Macro number one, lack of vision, right? Like if you don't, and, and kind of what I alluded to earlier in the episode, before I understood these things, before I got into self-development and understood the power of our energy and our intentions and aligned action, you don't know what you don't know. So you really are just taking life as it comes at you. You're, you're really, you're being reactive versus proactive. And lack of vision obviously is going to, at best, it's certainly not going to collapse the timeline. Let's just put it that way. Unless you, you know, by chance make some big bold moves that just happen to collapse time and, you know, you do start like that crazy business or whatever. I mean, you know, things happen all the time in, in certain situations. And you hear stories of people who, they, they're not even trying and, you know, overnight success type vibe where they come up with something crazy or they make big shifts really, really fast. There are examples of that, but we get to be intentional. We have intentionality for a reason. So I would say on a macro level, the number one way that you are expanding the time or really not doing yourself any favors in terms of, of how you're utilizing your time is lacking a vision. Because if you lack a vision, then you also lack belief in what's possible and what you're capable of, right? So you can't like believe that you can go for the big thing unless you want to go for the big thing, you know? Like, and also, I guess you you could have a vision, but then not believe. Like you could say you want something, but also not really believe that you're the type of person who can make that happen. That, you know, you could have this limiting belief that everybody else is more special than you and more talented and more blessed and gifted and, you know, chosen. And and you're the odd guy out that God pointed at and was like, no, you're going to suck at life. <laughs> right? So lacking a vision, lacking in the belief of what's possible and you're capable of is going to expand the time between uh, where you are now and where you want to go. The second thing 
and this goes hand in hand, is lack of action toward that vision. So we see this a lot. And this is really easy to do. We're like, you set the vision and you're working on the belief. But when it comes to actually putting one foot in front of the other, when it comes to actually moving in that direction consistently, we fall short. This is super, super, super common, right? Or it looks like a lot of stop and go, right? It looks like a lot of like, maybe you take some action and then you're like, you're looking for somebody to give you permission to keep moving or you overthink or you're comparing yourself. So it's a lot of like stop and go, stop and go, or shifting your vision, shifting directions a lot. Ultimately, like this lack of consistency toward consistency of action toward what it is that you want to create. Obviously, like that's literally going to expand time between where you are now, where you want to go. And then the third thing is it has to be mentioned again, not putting yourself at tables with people that are aligned to what you want. You know, just kind of like leaving that up to chance, not... And I, I get this a lot where like people will message me and be like, well, I can't, I can't just invest $15,000 in mastermind girl. I couldn't either six months ago, right? Like you ha- get started where you are, you know, the, the person that you look up to, she has, she or he has free content. They likely have something low ticket. Or there are a lot of other people that are similar to them that might be doing something in alignment, you know, very similar that that you can get into. But having this blanket, I can't afford to to sit at that table is an excuse and it's not serving you at all. And it's completely, completely false, completely false. I... I'm investing at the level that I'm investing now because I started with the free stuff and because I was so intentional in working my way up from there because it served me so much that it increased my level of output and my my own frequency and what I was calling into my business. And that's allowed me to play bigger and invest bigger in my business. But like I said, just six months ago, I was asking myself the question, how could I afford that? And now I'm asking myself the question, how could I not, how could I afford, like, I, I, I can't afford to not be at these tables at this point. Like that's not even an option, which is so wild, so wild. So now I'm putting yourself at the tables of people that are aligned to what you want. So those are the macro, lack of vision and belief in what's possible, lack of action toward that vision, consistent action. And then not putting yourself at the tables of the people that are aligned with what you want. Those are the macro. And then here are three micro. You're going to really like these. Number one, this is a big one that I feel like is so easy to miss. This is one that I made this mistake for so long. And then I understood it and I, I saw it, like I gained awareness of it and it blew my mind. And once I started shifting this for myself, it shifted the results I was making. Okay. So number one for the micro actions is acting in opposition 
to the type of client that you want to attract. Okay? You expand time between where you are now and where you want to be by acting in opposition to the type of client that you want to attract. So who do you want to attract into your world? This could be client, this could be customer, this could be brand, you know, apply this how you will with your own business and your own industry. But you want to likely attract somebody that moves fast, somebody that knows what they want, somebody that wants you, who makes bold moves, they have the confidence in themselves, and they're ready to act fast. They're comfortable with investing in the thing that you offer. They understand, you know, with the right information, they get it. And again, like, like, what do we want? We want people that are at the level that, that we want to support them at, you know, those dream aligned clients. And then we want them to want us and to want us and move fast. There's nothing fun about prospecting or having a prospect string you along for three, six months, sometimes even years. And listen, everybody's on their own timeline, like all perfect timing. I'm not saying that if you're unsure of making an investment that like you should, you're a bad person. You should, if you don't take quick action, you don't invest immediately after asking about a program or asking about whatever, then you're a bad person. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that there are a lot of people out there who have good intentions, who want a program. They want to work with somebody. All the signs point to yes. Like their, their, their inner gut, their sacral, their, their soul is like, yes, this, go, come on. We keep putting it in front of you for a reason. And then what happens? They talk themselves out of it. They let the fear get the best of them. They ask a million questions maybe even book a discovery call. And then the what ifs start popping in. What if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? What if this goes wrong? When as business owners, and specifically as women who are putting out offers, who again are wanting to attract in, if you've ever said to yourself, I just want somebody who I want people to get in my DMs and inquire about a program and move and action then my question for you is, are you the type of person who also does that? Hmm? Are you putting out that energy yourself? Because chances are, I see this a lot and I, I did this myself. Okay, I caught myself doing this as well. But I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with clients. They're just like, everybody keep, like they keep ghosting me or they ask questions. I, they say they're going to move and then I don't hear from them and all this tor- turmoil. And then whenever I say, hey, when's the last time you've done that yourself? Is there a time that you've done that to somebody else? Like, how do you move when you're inquiring? Or like, I can use myself in ex- as an example with them. Like, hey, we're working together now and I'm so proud of you, but it was like a six month sales situation, <laughs> you know, and that's fine, but this is what you're attracting in now. So how we begin to shift that is by you acting in agreement with the type of client or customer that you want to attract. 
you going first and putting out that energy of bold moves, investment, fast action, aligned action, trust, you putting that out there first and then being excited to receive it yourself. Now, again, and I'll I'll say this again and again and again, this does not mean that you just because you inquire about a program or just because you reach out to somebody asking about their coaching or ask about anything, it doesn't matter. Just because you reach out and they send you the information, if it's not right, it's not right. Okay. And sometimes you don't know until you sit on the call. You don't know until you get the details of the offer. That's different. But also I would ask, how did you handle that situation? So here's what I used, here's what I've done before that I've cleaned up. And this has made a huge difference with what I'm experiencing in the back end of my business. So there have been times where there's a coach or a mentor who I'm following along with and they put something out and I'm like, Ooh, that sounds really fun. I want to know the details because they, they didn't put many details out there. So I would message them. I would get the details and if it's a yes, and I, I invest, I do that. But here's where I was screwing myself. If it's a no, and I didn't have much of a rapport with that person, I would often forget to follow up with them. Like not in a mean way to be like, no, I, I'm out. And then, you know, totally intentionally ghost them. But again, Maybe I'm newer to their world or maybe they're like super popular. So I just assume that they're not seeing DMs or, you know, whatever. So I'm like, it doesn't matter. I don't need to follow up with them. Or, or again, I forget. I forget to follow up with them. So then I'm leaving them hanging. I inquired about this program. They think that I'm a prospect that it might happen for them, maybe. And then I disappear. And I was seeing that again and again in my own business. I would be you know, people would reach out, we'd have a good conversation, and then they would ghost me. And I was like, why does this keep happening? Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. So I started cleaning that up. If I inquire about something, if it's a good fit, I move. If it's not a good fit, hey, thank you so much for saying that information. It's not the right time for me right now, but thank you. You know, thank you again for that info. Just like closing that loop for them. Why? Because I would want somebody to do the same for me. It's just the decent thing to do. So if you are unsure of how you do this, I would take a look at like how, what are you attracting in? So I've worked with women who are like, I want to attract the woman who is ready to pay in full. You know, like she sees my offer, she gets it. And she, you know, she doesn't want to do the payment plan. She just wants to pay in full. Okay, do you do that? Is that how you move? And there's a lot of, there's certainly people out there who would argue this and be like, that's not true. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to invest in yourself to get people to invest in themselves. But it's really, first of all, you do attract in the energy that you put out. That's a fact. And I just think that like, I know for myself, the more bold moves that I make, the more that I 
pour into my own belief, into my own education, into my own mentorship, my own business, my own mindset, the more confidence I have that other women will do the same and want to do the same. You know what I'm saying? Like the more that I do that for myself, I see evidence that women do it. So yeah, I just, I think like, I think that's a really powerful thing to look at is what, what type of woman are you attracting in and what ways are you doing that yourself? Another way to look at this too, um, outside of personal investments is how you handle bills. This is a big one. So if you're constantly letting your bills, like, you know, them sending like invoices again and again and again before you pay or, you know, not looking at your money or defaulting on payments, that's a big one. Defaulting on program payments or bills or something. And that's not to say that things happen sometimes, right? Like things happen, life happens. It's all happened to all of us one way or another. But how do you handle that? Do you put your head in the sand and pretend it's not happening? Or do you call the business? Do you call the business owner or get on you know, the phone with the business owner and say, hey, life has happened. What arrangement can we make to make sure that you are getting the money that, you, that I agreed to? That is the energy that you will get back versus people defaulting and clients defaulting or taking forever to pay their invoices and whatever. Okay. So that's another way to look at it. So that's one way that is super sneaky that we end up expanding time between what we want to call in and where we are now. The second micro uh, self-sabotage thing that we do is, this is another big one, being scared of the flip side of success. Being scared of you know, that future version of you, she's probably very successful, right? And we all have different definitions of success, but like she plays a big game. She's operating at a big level and it's really easy to want the positives that come with that, the the revenue, the impact, the clients, the the lifestyle, the the time freedom, you know, all the things like, duh, we can handle that. <laughs> but there's a flip side to everything. There is duality to everything. So the flip side, for most of us, at least most of you listening to this podcast, the flip side of that super successful version of you that you're ready to pull into the now is she is seen on some level, right? So if she's being seen on a bigger level than what you're being seen now, then that means that there are people, you know, more people that love her, which again is like the positive that we want, but also more people that maybe misunderstand her. So a lot of us, it's, you know, the, the good stuff is easy to want, but then we fear being seen. We fear being misunderstood. We fear negative comments and trolls coming out of the woodwork. We want the success, but we live in fear of losing it. Like the higher you climb, the harder to fall, right? So a lot of people, they, it, it's safer for them to play small because if they lose, they, they don't have that much to lose versus getting to a certain level. And then what if the what ifs happen? 
So fear of losing success, fear of failure is a big one. If you live in fear of these things, you are just going to, you're going to have an energetic protection around you, either from source, if you're spiritual, or it's again, a subconscious thing. You're not going to let yourself play at the level, play at the frequency that's required to pull that future you into the now because you fear these, the flip side of that success. That's huge, huge. When I got this and I started understanding this, especially like with this podcast, okay? Podcast is a perfect example. I've started gaining um, pretty good traction with this podcast and I've, I've talked about that and it's been amazing. But it, it was a very distinct, clear shift because prior prior to gaining traction, I thought I wanted to be seen. I thought I wanted women discovering this podcast. And if you would have asked me, I would have told you until I was blue in the face. But I had a pretty significant fear of the wrong people finding this podcast. I had like anytime somebody left a negative review or or just had something to say, disagreed or whatever, like it would really, really affect me to the point that it was like, I don't want to experience that again. That was not fun, but that's part of it, right? Like go look at any big podcaster, anybody who has a quote, big show, a big listenership, anybody who ranks, who has hundreds, thousands of reviews, go read through those reviews. That's going to put things into perspective for you. And I would go and I would read reviews of these bigger shows and I'd be like, how are they holding that? How are they walking with that? Like that would, prior to, to stretching myself, if, if that would have poured into my life faster if I would have somehow collapsed time and all of a sudden my podcast had gone viral and I was, you know, top of the charts and being discovered by, by people that love me and people that hate me at the same time. And I had gotten that level of hate that other people were getting. It would have crushed me. I would have probably shut down the podcast. I would not have been able to hold that. I just wasn't ready. I wasn't, I wasn't the, the type of woman, the type of podcast host business owner that could hold both of those things, the good and the bad, because the bad effect would have affected me so much. It would have scared me right out of recording. It would have hurt me. So we get to stretch ourselves. We get to practice holding more of that. So once I started understanding and I saw this in myself, then I, what it started with was like, if I got another review that was, eh, it was, you know, taking a deep breath. Okay. Can I hold that? If I got five more of those, how would I feel? How do I feel about getting more of those? Not saying that we're, I'm building a belief that that has to happen, but like, you know, it's a safe bet that it's part of it. So that slowly stretches you. It preps you for that. And the more that you're able to hold, the more success that you're going to allow in, the more that you're going to allow yourself to be seen. So you can apply this to obviously a podcast and to business as well. Same thing with business. For you to pull in X amount of revenue a month, you need to be selling X amount of your programs or 
whatever your business is. So how are you now with one customer or one client who isn't happy with what you put out? Does it freak you out? Does it, does it totally make you crawl under a rock and, and totally stress you out? Or do you handle it? Because that's part of it, right? If you're going to sell hundreds of spots in a program or sell something to hundreds of people, the odds are there's going to be a few of them that it wasn't what they wanted. Can you hold that? Do you have systems to manage that when people want refunds or when people, you know, what, whatever the case may be, or is that something that would totally derail you? So that's another big one. Being scared of the flip side of success is going to expand that time between now and that future version of you. And then the third micro is, and this is confusing because we're talking about like pulling in that future version of you. I have to in alignment with that future version of you. But when I say that, I don't mean to act inauthentically. And I don't even like that word because it's such a buzzword and everybody uses it, but it's like the only word that would go here. Showing up in inauthentically, aka trying to be something that you're actually not trying. So instead of stretching, instead of like doing the work and actually becoming the human, the business owner, the blank that can hold more, that is more in alignment with the frequency you are trying to act as. And I'm a big act as if girl. Okay. So this might sound contradictory to you because acting as if I've done it, I believe in it. I think there's a place for it, but you have to be careful with the acting as if, because Sometimes if you're not careful and if you're really not doing the work, and I think that's the piece, I think that's the magic piece to make it work. You can act as if now you can say, okay, what would my higher self do? What would my future self do in this position? How would she show up in these stories? Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to act as if I'm going to borrow that energy from the future version of me. Cool. Perfect. Do that. But back it with like the true work. Don't just say it. Don't just talk the talk, but like in the background, when people aren't watching, make sure that you are walking the walk because that is actually what's going to infuse the energy that you put out into the world versus you just reading from a a made up script. You just smacking a smile on your face and acting confident. People can pick up on that. People will pick up on that. And what that can do is create a lack of trust in the people that are watching you, right? They're like, oh, something, I don't know. I like her, but like, I don't know. Something like my spidey senses are going off a a little bit there. That's usually why. Because the person talks a big game, but like when it really comes down to it, she's not she's not fully committed to this. She wants the results, but not enough to actually become the person. She wants to act as the person and have the things and, and pretend, right? Like a little girl playing dress up. She wants to pretend, but when it comes to stretching and becoming, she's not interested in that. This throws red flags, energetic red flags. You see it all the time. 
I see it all or even if you, a lot of times you can't put a finger on it but like there I know there are people for me that like for whatever reason it's a no for me dog <laughs> I'm sure a lovely person but like something the spidey senses are going off and I think that this this might be one of the possibly one of the reasons why not to mention the, you know, the lack of trust and, you know, the spidey senses of the people watching you, but also it's unsustainable. You can pretend all day long. You can act as if all day long, but if you're not actually doing the work to stretch and become, then you're just going to go backwards. You're just going to revert back. And then again, like people are going to see that. And it's, again, it's going to create this mismatch, this mismatch of energy, mismatch of frequency. It's not going to work anyway. So that's another micro way um, that we self-sabotage and end up putting more time between us and what we want to call in. Okay. So if you vibed with this, if this is making sense to you and you're starting to see how time can be played with and manipulated, I invite you to check out time collapse. This is, like I said, five day, short, sweet, potent program that includes live hot seat coaching to ask your questions, to get all the personalized feedback, all the things. It's going to be a vibe. It's all the ways I have shifted from Again, the woman who wondered, how can I afford that to being the woman who affords that and then some shifted to the woman who was doing it all herself to the woman who now has a team and who gets to focus on things she loves shifted for the woman who couldn't make consistent revenue each month to now, now creates 50, 60, 70 K months and is increasing that, um, in a span of six months, we, we scaled to that level all because of what I'm going to teach in time collapse. So if you're interested in that, go to the link in the show notes, DM me on Instagram. It is available now. We're only selling it this week. Um, it starts next week. If you're listening to this in the future, we will be putting this on my Kajabi and you can, you can have the recordings, but you just wouldn't get access to the live coaching. So go check that out. Other than that, I hope this was helpful for you, as helpful as it has been for me. I believe in you. I believe in the future version of you. I believe she is so much closer and within reach than you probably think. At least mine was. And and by the way, there's always another future version. So like she evolves, (laughs) but I'm excited for you. If you enjoyed this, let me know. I love you so much and I'll see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Allie I. Reeves, and or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.